So hello again, everybody. Uh, greetings to you all. And welcome to this second session of the geometry on the geometry of reality. As uh, let us remember, it is in homage to Keith Crislow, a uh, key figure on the studies of geometry, and to my beloved Michel Shotkevich, uh, whom I, I miss very much because a part of his enormous contribution to the Akbarian studies, he was always available for questions of all, all people around him. So in their memory. And uh, first I have to say that this talk is uh, it's meant to be a continuation of the previous one, as Steve Histenstein was already mentioning. This is part of the work we are doing uh, at the moment together which uh, aims to produce a, a book, especially on the study of this prior, blessing prior of effusion. But uh, in general, uh, it will provide a study in many, many, many texts by Ibn Arabi and Bosnavi, among others. So let's keep in mind what we saw with Steve. Uh, he was uh, really offering a, a a most wonderful presentation, I, I thought, about the symbol of the circle and the central dot and the idea of the compass standing up on the central dot and so describing this endless circumference, which come to represent, as you know, the circle of existence. Well, you can see in my, in my back, behind me, you see this uh, Hufik writing of the of the well-known Ayat al-Kursi, the verse on light, sorry, the verse on the throne. And we may see it as a square representation. But if we look uh, further, and considering Ibn Arabi's uh, allusions to it as a circular writing, when commenting on circularity, he refers explicitly to this verse, we'll find that, in fact, the writing inside is progressing is turning, moving around the center. And then we can easily imagine that there is a circle in which the square is inscribed. Uh, I, I hope you will have the occasion to read through this wonderful ayah and you will appreciate what Narabi is suggesting to us, that the whole ayah is in each sentence showing to us a couple of opposites, pairs of elements that would somehow correspond to these two halves of these circles, of this circle in which the square is inscribed. So in these and uh, many other passages of the Quran, we can see this circular uh, underlying representation as an inspiration. And Steve was discussing very much about the connection of the circular representation to the letter noon in particular, where half is visible, half is invisible, according to Ibn Arabi, and uh, to the correspondence of this circle to the ayn, to the eye, which is also uh, perceived as a circle, as an sphere, and of course to the ayn in the sense of the entities of all created beings and the one single entity as well. So with this circularity in mind, we, we shall proceed. Let me share my screen. 
So we saw the, the compass and the circle, keep that image in mind. Since uh, the aim of this talk is mainly to share uh, some of the, of the beauty we are contemplated, contemplating through the study of this most expressive prayer, the blessing prayer of effusion, which is called a Salat al-Faidiyya, from the term Faid, meaning effusion. And uh, let's ask, start by quoting the Quran. It is he who initiates and brings back to the beginning. And he is the manifesting coverer, Gafur, the constantly loving, Wadud. I, uh, we wanted to start this uh, second presentation with this verse because we found when studying the structure of the prayer that it was a most meaningful, inspiring verse for the structure of it itself. And uh, we appreciate here also a sense of circularity and the fact that according to Ibn Arabi and, and of course the Akbarian tradition, the name Al-Ghafur, which is normally understood as in connection with forgiveness, is, uh, is, uh, has the meaning in Ibn Arabi of veiling, covering, and the additional meaning we can see in many of his writings of this covering signifying a manifesting covering. So the idea that is by veiling that uh, God displays the process of creation. So creation itself is a veil. Human being is understood to be himself the veil of God. So uh, with this understanding, uh, we can better perceive what is going to follow. And of course, the name Wadud uh, as the constantly loving, uh, composed by the four letters Wow, Dad, Wow, Dad, repeating as in a resonance of a, of a couplet, uh, evokes the principle itself of creation that is the divine love. So you can already see that we consider the text of the prayer uh, by Abdullah Bosnavi, a Bosniak Ottoman author, 17th century. And uh, I can already say that it has been attributed to Ibn Arabi in all the copies, uh, all the existing copies, as well as commentaries, but we'll talk on that later. Let's get back to the previous talk by, by seeing again for a moment this beautiful poem uh, on the letter noon that Steve already presented to see some more features into it that introduces the, the sense of, uh, of uh, kaleidoscopic contemplation we'll need to understand the nature of the prayer. If you look at the end, we already saw that the final rhyme letters, ha, the ha and the alif, are separated from the rest of the verses. And as everything in Ibn Arabi's writing, this is, this is meaningful. I will start by providing some insights on the relationship of numbers and letters within the poem to understand how this works later on in the prayer. Here we see that the Ha, is, uh, which is number five, is the main letter of the rhyme, called Rawi, 
and it corresponds to the value of the noon, which is also five. If we add the final alif, then we have six, and this would correspond to the value of the central letter wow in the name of the letter noon. So we have this mirroring effect we already saw in the fact that the noon starts with a noon and ends with a noon. And the barsakh in between is precisely the letter wow of value six representing the insan al-kamil. And, uh, and in connection to that, we have another approach we can do to it. Is the fact that uh, the letter noon by its name equals 16. Because noon plus noon plus wow equals 16. And look at this wonder. And this is a common feature in Ibn Arabi's writings as it is in the prayer we are going to see. The final rhyme of all verses, the extended rhyme, is not only ha, but it extends to the two previous letters, wow and dal. Those two letters we see in the same in the name wadud. So we have wow, dal, ha rhyming in all cases, as in uh, the rhyme would be then udiha. Okay? And the value of all these letters together is precisely 16. So there is another question. We have four mentions on the, of the name of the letter Ein, meaning different things in the poem, but this is connected to the value of the name of the letter Ein, which is four. But the letter Ein has a, primar, a primary value of seven, okay? So in what sense the noon is immediately related to the Ein? In what sense the circle of the noon is connected to the sphericity and the, the circle of the Ein? Numerically speaking, the value 16 equals, by the procedure of reducing, 1 plus 6 is 7, and we see the same value of the letter Ein. So numerically, both letters are connected by this value 7. Okay, don't worry, because I will not keep talking uh, of abstract numbers in that way. At least I will try not to make it difficult. Mm, we'll see more numbers, but not in this, in this detailed way. And do not worry if you cannot follow this kind of details. The, the aim is to share a taste of how it works, so that if we have an intuition of it, that's, that's enough. Uh, thank you, uh, Pablo. Uh, just one thing. Is it possible to increase the zoom a little bit of the... Um... Oh, yes, I think so. Thank you. Let me try it like that. Okay, thank you, Omar. Thank you. So, um, as a framework, we, uh, to face the, the interplay of, of different languages that uh, we have to face to, to follow to penetrate the spirit of the prayer, uh, we may come to this structure of, of an approach. We could, uh, we could call it an inspired perspectivism, if you allow me the word, an oriented perspectivism. So those would be the main sciences that we need to understand the multifaceted uh, prayer. And uh, in a sense, the the uh, hermeneutics uh, would be based on these two main sciences 
uh, we know that Ibn Arabi starts the Futuhat by developing them together. Is this the science of letters, words, and the science of numbers. So we may establish a couple of triads to understand that they operate in interaction. And uh, the letter of science, uh, uh, the letter of, uh, sorry, the science of letters, of course, um, considers at first instance the Arabic alphabet, but it is understood to be extensive to all kinds of realities in as much as the whole universe is uh, conceived as a linguistic expression, as, as God's speech. So a part of this science, we, we have paid a lot of attention to the very rich dimension of the lexical interreference within the roots of the words. Uh, this is called in Arabic derivation, ishtiqaq, and through this uh, understanding of the original meaning of the roots, we come to realize uh, the symbols and images that underlies the, the contemplation of meanings within the prior and, and the Aquarian texts in general. Of course, a dimension that is always fundamental is intertextuality, uh, especially in the case of Aquarian authors to, to Quran, of course, Hadith, and all the Sufi legacy, as well as other things. Uh, in this respect, uh, we have an enormous debt to the findings of Michel Chodkiewicz, who, who left, uh, who gave to us his precious legacy of the, an ocean, the, the ocean without the shoreless ocean, or uh, an ocean without shore. Um, there he proved to us, um, among other writings, he proved to us the intertextuality of uh, Ibn Arabi's writing. Uh, in general to all, most works by him with the Quranic surahs and the structure of the Quran itself. So intertextuality as a, as a third uh, complementary dimension of this, of this linguistic dimension of, of our contemplation. Then on the right, we have this science of numbers. Uh, we may understand that numbers include the idea of proportions, and uh, they come together, but they are like two uh, different dimensions. If we have the linguistic side, we have here the mathematical side, so to speak. And uh, together with that, we, we will ha have to contemplate permanently the, the patterns of geometry underlying the writings of the Akbarian authors, in particular Ibn Arabi and Abdullah Bosnabi. We came to realize that uh, our understanding and translation of the text uh, changes completely if we appreciate what is being um, proposed as an underlying pattern to follow the representation that is meant in the text. In the text. Uh, so we, Steve was, has been speaking already of the dot, the circular sphere, the square cube, and the relationship of all those symbols to the main central symbol of the Kaaba containing all those patterns together. Within this uh, science of numbers and proportions, uh, we could uh, evoke the significance in terms of understanding this kind of prayer of cosmological reference as well as metaphysics. Um, think, for example, of the degrees of being represented in the circle together with the degrees of the letters, etc.
An important thing to understand here is that uh, in this uh, kaleidoscopic vision, we can imagine uh, uh, that uh, we may inscribe most regular patterns, let's say old regular patterns, within a circle. So within a circle, we would have a triangle and a square and a pentagon and so on. And uh, so the circle being a, an inclusive reality with endless possibilities will have uh, all these polyhedral figures. And this is uh, particularly relevant in terms of understanding our view of the polyvalent structure the prior offers to us, as we shall see later. Let's say, let's say first something about the meaning and practice of Salawat, since the, the prior we are studying is inscribed in the context of a tradition of writing Salawat, a literary gender that uh, particularly developed since the time uh, in the, in the um, Western lands of Islam in particular, uh, since the time of, uh, of Abdelaziz al-Mahdawi, whose prayer of blessing Steve Amir edited, and uh, the companion of Ibn Arabi, of course. And in this context of Madianite uh, teaching, we find later on the most wonderful examples that contributed to the, to the diffusion of this gender all around Islam. Uh, we might mention the very famous Qasida uh, on the mantle uh, by Al-Burda, by Al-Busiri of uh, Shadilit filiation, or the later Dalail al-Khairat, the signs of, of all goods, by, by Al-Jasuli, also connected to this, to this particular tariqa. And so we see this, this uh, of course, all the Akbarian uh, prayers that uh, nevertheless will later on have more diffusion and be spread around in, in Oriental lands. So um, the Salawat refer to a very well-known uh, tradition, which any Muslim daily practices many times, which is um, based on a Quranic in instruction by which um, people always have to wish salam to, to others. And when the name of the prophet is mentioned or evoked, the, the believer would say, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So in these two parts of the Salat as a, as a blessing and the Salam as a greeting, uh, always in respect to the mention of the reality of the prophet. So this uh, extends in many ways and the term Salat of course is connected to the daily prayer of, of every Muslim. Um, this is in, in, a, in a more specific sense of ritual daily prayer. But uh, in the context of this salawat, uh, in homage of the Prophet, is particularly referred to that, to the to the to the prayer on the Muhammadian primordial reality. Now we we see that there are two parts: the salat that is going to be connected to to the upper half of the circle, as we shall see, and the salam more connected to the other half. Of course, a fundamental thing here is to understand that this prior of effusion 
as any other Akbarian text of this inspiration, um, guide us to an understanding of the fact that, according to tradition, is is um, this is a demand for God to to pray to 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 perform a, a blessing prayer, and it is understood that this divine salat uh, is a, is an ongoing, endless prayer that is uh, itself the 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 substance of all creation in existence so let's consider that in this dialogical relationship of the of the salat the servant is being the place in which uh, god's uh, speech god's prayer over the reality of muhammad is is happening is taking place so there is a, a dimension in which the prayer is meant to be an experience ultimately for those who who realize that level of theophanic experience now talking on the on the prayer itself uh, we are producing a first critical edition uh, there was a previous one by naphani that has been uh, published all around and uh, the fact is that the first text on the prayer we find is abdelgani's nabulusi uh, own commentary on, on this prayer. There we see that he treats, uh, treats the prayer as a, a, the Muhammadian prayer, he calls it, Salat al-Muhammadiyya, attributed to Ibn Arabi. And he mentions explicitly uh, the inspiration of, um, of, a, of a person from the Rum lands, whether it means Anatolian or from Rumelia, from, including Bosnia, or, or whatever, but interesting allusion. This is the very first text we have of the prayer. This is one of the reasons why, why we start looking for exploring the authorship, because as, as we see, it moves um, through, it, it is quite a, a late uh, text in, in manuscripts. So we have a number of important man, uh, commentaries on the prayer by Mustafa al-Bakri, by Muhammad ben Omar al-Baghdadi, connected to Nabulusi, by Muhammad Nur al-Arabi, by Omar ibn Taha al-Attar. I will not talk much about them, just to mention some of the commentaries, because then we have also a number of uh, Ottoman commentaries and translations. By the way, I shall mention that in our, uh, in our book, we hope to, to include the, the special contribution of Mahmoud Erol Kilic, who is today with us and who is working on a Turkish translation of the text based on his previous work and uh, Ottoman uh, uh, commentaries on the prayer. So as we see a prayer that is spread all around Islam because also the Maghrebian authors uh, Al-Kaptani from the family Al-Kaptani have commentaries and a lot of mentions towards this celebrated prayer. On the authorship, uh, we are convinced that uh, this attribution to Ibn Arabi has a traditional uh, significance, but uh, the, the authorship uh, is, as it is clear to us after reading a lot of texts by Bosnabi himself and uh, 
and comparing the, the terminology, the underlying patterns, the approach, the, the use of expressions. Um, for us, it is very clear at the moment that the author, original author of the prior is Abdullah Bosnavi, one of the great agvarians, very well known for his uh, superb commentary on Fusus al-Hikam, uh, where we can already find the, all these connections to the prior itself, but uh, author as well as a remarkable book called uh, Kurra, uh, in reference to the Kurra line, to the freshness of the eye, an image that comes in the prior several times. And there he developed some, some uh, ideas in a very personal way and will find a resonance of those ideas in the, in the prior. We have been studying uh, significant numbers of the uh, hermeneutic um, epistles of Bosnavi, um, commenting mainly passages and, surah and, and surahs of the Quran. And uh, as, as those who get interested in it will, will be able to read, there is uh, quite an evidence of this authorship. I was already introducing the idea of, uh, of a kaleidoscopic structure. And I would like just to, to mention that uh, the prior originally is not number. But as we were working into, into it, we realized that numbers comes from it naturally. So we, uh, we have number couplets that rhyme in pairs, but uh, so the, the prior can be considered in terms of sentences, independent or, or couplets. We can think of it in terms of sections, and we have five sections corresponding to the value of the letter Nun, which is always the inspired image as the, as the circle. Um, this is four sections starting by Allahumma and the, and the demand from the part of the servant, plus the last starting by Ya Arhamar Rahimin. So five sections. But if we think of parts, we can divide it in the first part corresponding to the first section and the second part, including the other four. We shall see that later. There are other ways to approach the structure as a whole. And uh, so it is quite a complex thing. I will not develop, but it's very rich. And what we uh, feel uh, is that the structure has not to be seen as a single a structure, but as a multiple uh, diversified perspective. In terms of letters, for example, the, the three letters that are very meaningful in terms of understanding the prior are those three that, uh, whose names are mirroring uh, in the sense that they start and end by the same letter and they have in their center the letter Wow, the letter Aleph and the letter Ya. But among them, the most singular one, unique in the alphabet by this property, is the letter Nun, because also the letter in its center is a mirroring letter, the letter Wow, starting and ending by a Wow. Well, so uh, the prayer can also be understood in terms of names and Quranic passages. And all these, um, all these understandings of the prayer has a are based on numerical patterns. 
One of them by which I started is the connection of the first section to the name Gafur and the second to the name, sorry, of the, in the second part is the, the connection to Gafur and Wadud, as well as the connection to the famous Quranic phrase, Kun Fayakun. Uh, one of the features we find is that the, the different numerical values of the name of the Prophet Muhammad, whether it is uh, 20, whether it is 92, in major system, uh, perfectly fits the, the structure, the numerical structure of the prayer, especially this 92 value uh, corresponding to the whole of the sentences of the prayer. Abdul, um, just, just to make a comment that we are already half an hour. You can go on, but just oh to make God. you aware of the time. Uh, this was just the introduction. <laughs> okay, so. okay, okay. So let me at least share a little bit of the of the prayer itself that was the aim yes that we could uh, look together at the beauty of some of, of its relationship and have a taste of how it reads in the name of god the compassionate the merciful and let's uh, oh the first yes the first couple will read like that oh god if you use the permanent gift of linking your blessing prayers and the health-giving security of your peace greetings upon and after he will start mentioning 40 epithets of the prophet in 40 sentences so corresponding to the meme value of 40 uh, uh, the meme of the name of the prophet himself as we see on the right we can see that the prior start i don't know whether you see my cursor i hope so the, the prior start with the afid so with the alif and with the mention of the fight of the fusion, the divine fusion. And by mentioning in the first sentence corresponding to what we uh, refer to as the Akdas level, the most holy uh, effusion, with the Salat. While the second part corresponding to the lower uh, half of the circle would correspond to the Tasliman, to the Salam. Now, some features of it, we see that it rhymes in an ending letter of Kaf, which is the first letter of Kun. As we see in the next couple, that the main letter of rhyme, the Rawi, is the Nun, corresponding to the second letter of Kun, the, the, or the divine creative order B. So uh, we can also uh, see that, uh, I mark in red so that you see the resonance, the, Salawatika, Taslimatika, there, uh, there, is a, there is not only always a, a beautiful ending rhyme in this rhyme prose of the text, but there, is, there are also inner rhymings. So inside rhyme, outside rhyme. Now in the second case, we started numbering one, two, three, and you may wonder, okay, but how that? In what sense we have to number? So let's see that in the in the very first couple, uh, it starts saying, the first of the individuations overflowing from the lordly cloud and the last of the revelation descending to the human species. Well, the first uh, we find is uh, that this prayer is addressed to first epithet, awalatayunat. So the first of the individuations. We see here this rhyme of mufadati with the second couplet with the second uh, sentence, al-mudafati, and the final rhyme, of course, in Ani. 
and uh, the mention of awal here indicates first right which is connected to the to our numbering if we go to the second sentence it reads to the second couplet sorry the immigrant from the mecca of god is and there is not with him a second to the medina of his now as he always is so apart of the fact that the two towns are mentioned in resonance as you see uh, in the inner rhyme there is this explicit mention of the second okay of course in the same in the same uh, couplet awal and akhir awal has starting by alif which is one has a value of one and akhir has a value of nine so the sum of both also equal one and clearly correspond to this Akdas level of the circle and the Mukaddas level of the circle. Okay, so in this uh, second we have the explicit mention, as you see, of the of the number of the number two. Uh, on the other hand, the rhymes, as it is the case in the third uh, couplet, they always the the result of the rhyme always equal the number we added to the couplet. So there is this. Uh, astonishing uh, feature by which always the number of a couplet is reflected in the number of the rhyme, among other numerical correspondences. Now I'm worried because of the time, and uh, perhaps I, I will just read through these uh, sentences so that you get a taste of, of, of it. The recorder of the domains of the five presences within his being and we have recorded everything in a clear leader. And the mercifier of those who ask for the actualizing of the numbered contents of these presences by calling upon his generosity, and we have only sent you as a mercy to the worlds. The dot of the basmala that unites all that is to be and has been, and the dot of the command B that constantly circulates through the circles of created beings. The intimate secret of the hines that permeates joyfully in each thing and that remains utterly naked and free from everything. So many things to comment on. Uh, look, for example, the couplet number five is connected to the huwiya. We know that letter ha of huwiya is precisely number five. The rhyme is number five. And um, Let's uh, mention briefly that in couplet number three, the five presences within the being of the Muhammadian primordial reality are mentioned. And this is interesting because there is a tradition of commenting on the five presences starting for, from Konabi and going on through all the Akbarian authors. But uh, as far as we know, this is the first time in, in, the, in his work, Kurra, uh, Abdullah Bosnavi uh, very precisely comments on these five presences in terms of the Muhammadian reality and uh, in, in a way that is uh, really connected to the spirit of the prayer. I was very optimistic with the time and I was going to comment on the nature of the fight, of the fusion. Uh, let me just mention that these two fights, Al-Fayd al-Aqdas and Al-Fayd al-Muqaddas, the most holy and the 
holy effusion, are, uh, will have a numerical value because phi has a, a value of 180. So in the total, they will make 360, which is precisely the number of degrees of a circle. Uh, I even had a quotation by Conaby and some reading to do about this question. But without developing more, let me read to you how the Arabic perfectly matches in, in as a mirroring reality. Al-Faidul Aqdasi Dhati Alladhi ta'ayyanat bihi la'ayyan wa isti'adadatuha Wal-Faidul Muqaddasi Sifati Allati ta'kawanat bihi la'akwanu wa istimdadatuha So you see that every single word is mirrored in in the other level, in the other half of the circle. The most holy effusion of the essence through which potential realities and their preparedness to receive are individuated, and the holy effusion of the qualities by which created beings and their extension in forms are composed. And finally, let me just mention the last couplet I will quote, where it is uh, a reference to the Quran, of course, our speech when we decide to think, our word to it is be and so it becomes. We see how the, the kun and yakun uh, and fayakun are, are mentioned and the kun correspond to the first uh, part the first uh, part of the prayer and the fayakun to the second in many ways I have no occasion to mention in detail now. I just read the translation. The precious substance of potential speech which cannot but involve the movement of a bowel and unbowel rest and the matter of verbalized expression that arises from the hidden depths of B into the manifest testimony of and so it becomes. As I started with the reference to the names Gafur and Wadud, that to show, just to show to you that the first section containing 25 couplets, so seven as the Kun, thus 50 sentences as the Nun, corresponds in fact to the value of the name Al-Gafur, while the second part composed of four sections uh, corresponds to the name Wadud in, the, in, in a very precise way. We have six, four, six, four couplets, and all are related to the inspirational letters we see in the screen. So with this uh, evocation, Ya Gafur, Ya Wadud, we end the talk and thank you very much for your attention.